Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Business Builders. I'm your host, Charles Stannis. Today's episode is all about online reputation management and how your business can maintain a positive perception online. Our guest today is Megan Postaleone, the social media manager at Priority Marketing. Priority Marketing is an award-winning full-service marketing, advertising, public relations, social media, and digital marketing firm located right here in Fort Myers, Florida. Megan, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me again. It's good to be back. So Megan, for all of our listeners that are tuning in for the very first time, would you please give them a uh, little overview about yourself and exactly what your uh, responsibilities are at Priority Marketing? Absolutely. So I'm the social media manager at Priority Marketing, and I help oversee our, our social team, social digital team, really when it comes to everything for your online presence. So organic and paid social media, email marketing, online reputation management, which we're talking about today with review monitoring and an online listing databases. So it mostly pretty much anything that has to do with your online presence, whether it's email or social, that's, that's what I help oversee. Awesome. Well, perfect. Um, let's kind of dive right in, I guess, to our first question. How would you go about defining online reputation management? Yes, um, I feel like a lot of people hear the word or uh, and they're maybe familiar, they've heard it, but they're not quite sure like what it is. Um, so it, to be able to define it, you obviously um, looking at, you know, it's, it's very important. So, and it involves a combination of strategies to promote, protect and defend your business and their online reputation. And most people just don't know where to start when it comes to, okay, well, well, one, defining it, and then, okay, where do I, how do I know what my reputation looks like online? Yeah, so basically we're talking about if someone is on your social media page or they leave you a review, they're just basically leaving feedback on your company, correct? Yes, essentially, like, you know, back in the day, your reputation was typically word of mouth, you know, before the internet, um, and now it's those online reviews, it's social media, um, it's, it's, it's anything on the worldwide web, essentially that you might, you know, come across. Yeah. And I think a lot of people might not link the two together, but correct me if I'm wrong, maybe leaving like product reviews has to do a lot with the reputation that your company has as well, especially on platforms like Amazon and things like that, where, you know, people might have, you know, certain products that, you know, that they have uh, available for purchase and people can leave reviews on those pro uh, products. You know, I know most people will make their decisions based on the reviews that people leave, right? So I'm assuming that's that ties in directly to um, what we're talking about today. Yes. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, to, to that point, 90% of consumers read online reviews before visiting a business. Um, online reviews have been shown to impact 68% of purchasing decisions, like you said, and 84% of people trust online reviews as a per personal recommendation. Um, but I would say it's important to note, um, in order to maintain your online reputation, you first the first step really is to find out where you are and to claim your company pages on those major online platforms and industry-specific sites. Like you mentioned, you know, Amazon, but this includes Google My Business, Yelp, TripAdvisor, HealthGrades, um, you know, really it depends on your industry. You may not be listed on every citation or, or website, but it's looking for those major ones, right? And then some industry specific ones. 
Um, once you know you have claimed those listings, you have to make sure that there's no NAP or name, address, or phone number errors um, or any concerning reviews that were left without a response. And then it allows you to take more control of your online presence once you actually have claimed those listings because you can manage them then. Um, and the more sites you've claimed with updated information also helps you um, come up higher in search results. So that's another bonus. <laughs> right, so basically, you know, go, go on Google, go on YouTube, go on Amazon, type in your business name. Um, I think you, you actually brought up a really good point. You know, what industry are you in and what websites are related to that industry and just search for your business, right? Like try to find, you know, you know all the places online that you're listed. And you also brought up a good point, make sure that information is up to date, right? Because, you know, mm -hmm. that information could have been entered a while ago and, you, you know, you might've changed places, you might've updated your phone number. Right, and some websites um, like Wikipedia, where it's either like user generated information um, or it's like pulled or aggregated from somewhere else. Sometimes they have old information that was maybe from an older website, you know, and you've revamped your website, but that listing still has your old address or has an old website URL. Um, so it is really important to one, find, find those major ones first, because majority of people are, are looking at, you know, Google, Yelp, Bing, Google Maps, um, TripAdvisor. Those are like 90% of people are searching on just those. The other citations are important. It's good to look and find where you are because you wanna make sure your information is accurate, um, but you're really wanting to make sure those core ones, you know, those major ones that everyone's looking at are verified, are claimed and are up to date. Yeah, no, definitely makes sense. Uh, so once people have found that information, once they've updated it, is there a certain strategy or system that they should follow in regards to staying on top of all of the reviews that are coming in? Um, yes. So, <laughs> I mean, reviews are something that people have been getting, you know, forever. Usually, like I said it before, it was word of mouth. Now, um, instead of checking in, you know, with their friends, they're looking for opinions online. So reviews matter. Reviews are everywhere. And like I shared earlier, you know, the percentage of people that go by just what a consumer says online on a review and how much, um, that really does impact whether someone's going to purchase something. I know for a fact, like I do that, whether it's you're looking yeah. for a new doctor or you're wanting to buy something, you look you look at reviews. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's very important to, um, once you have those citations, you've got your listings, looking at what people are saying about you on those review listing sites. And um, there are several best practices for managing online reviews. Um, we like to share the acronym CALM, uh, which stands for CARE, ADAPT, LEVERAGE, and MANAGE. And so we'll start with the, the C, and, and that stands for CARE, as I mentioned. So with online reviews, you have to show your customers that you care about improvement. It lets them know that you're listening to their concerns, you appreciate their feedback. And you can do this simply by responding to reviews as they come in, it does, it does take some monitoring though. And you can do this by using an online review platform. You can set up email notifications, or of course, hire a team like Priority Marketing to manage and respond on your behalf. But it's really important to show customers that you care. 
Right. Are there some maybe um, recommended tools or software that you personally would recommend to people if they're just getting started on, you know, managing their reputation that would help with, you know, everything that you just said? Yes, there are just like, I guess, everything else with, you know, social media and online, there are a ton of platforms out there. Um, Some of the major ones are Yext, Podium, BirdEye, and Bright Local. Um, Those are just a few. There are several that are even specific to industry that you could find. There's just some for healthcare. You know, if you want just a very specific one that, you know, um, you can monitor the reviews, but a lot of them also allow the ability to like review solicitation as well. Um, So it really, um, it depends uh, on your budget, (laughs) you know, your needs. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, for people that are just getting started, there's probably a couple out there that have almost this premium, right? Where it's probably free to start. And then the more features you add, you might add a price plan and things like that. So there probably is some great platforms for people to get started as well. Yes. And yeah, a lot of those have scalable options. So you've got like free versions or a trial and you can try it out and test it. If you're just managing one company or one listing location, that's going to be much cheaper than if you're managing, you know, 10 to 12 different locations that you need to check those, you know, review those, uh, or excuse me, check all the reviews for. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard the saying, but I've heard the saying where you need 10 good reviews just to make up for one bad review. Does that resonate Um, with you? (laughs) I think that sounds about right. Um, Yeah, absolutely. And as I say, if someone checks out your page and they only see you responding to positive reviews, right? But you never address the concerns listed in your negative reviews that can put your company in a bad light. It's recommended to respond to all reviews, especially negative ones that are three stars or below. For positive reviews, it can be simple as liking it, you know, like on Facebook, you can just like it or saying something like, thank you for the five-star review. Um, But when it comes to negative reviews, you should be more thought out. You should address the person, their concern, and share how your business hopes to essentially right the wrong and make improvements depending on what the concern is. Um, because it, if you're if you have any negative reviews and you're not responding, again, it just like you said, it it just doesn't help your company. It doesn't help your presence online, and you have the opportunity there to respond, to, to say something, to help, you know, put yourself in a better light. Right. And I think as putting myself in the customer's shoes, you know, that experience of having a business reach out to you and you realizing that they're trying to make it right is actually a great way to turn, I would assume a negative experience into a positive experience and eventually have that customer almost be a promoter for your company. Like, Hey, they reached out to me personally and they did this. Like, that's awesome. Right. That, that's so true. Uh, and so many times you can have that kind of experience. I've had that, you know, before um, with with different accounts that I've worked on where maybe there was a negative review. You've worked through it. You've contacted them. You said, hey, you know, we're so sorry to hear about this. You know, this isn't our usual you know, customer experience. If you contact us, you know, sometimes people offer, Hey, well, you know, if it's a restaurant, we'll offer you a free meal or, you know, you know, whatever it might be to compensate and help. But like you said, then they'll come back and they'll go to the review site. They'll delete their old review and write a positive one. Um, And so you, like you said, you can turn them into, instead of someone that could never come back again, maybe more of a loyal customer. I would say too, that when I'm talking about reviews, this also includes 
direct messages on social media platforms. Um, because if you're not responding to those comments that come in, because it could be something, it could be something that you can prevent them from writing on a public forum, like a public review site, if you just answered their direct message, because maybe they're talking about an issue that they had and they want to bring it to your attention. Um, but if it's in a direct message, that's good. You can kind of keep that conversation out of the spotlight. You want to keep those major ones offline anyway. So if you get a negative comment and it's, you know, something that's a much bigger deal, it is good to say, hey, we'll, we'll send you a direct message to, to further, you know, help discuss this. Um, but you can also set up auto responses, which are great. And, but in general, you should always be responding to those direct messages and reviews within 24 to 48 hours, if possible. So no longer than two days. That is the goal because you can imagine most people expect you to get back within like an hour or less. Like most polls show that people, like if you go longer than 24 hours, they're like, it's because we're such a fast paced society. We're used to text messages and, you know, quick TikTok videos and stuff like that. So people just aren't like the sense of time is just not there. So they, they need it quickly. And so that's why it's important to have those monitoring systems in place. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, moving along on our acronym here, the next letter that you mentioned was A. Yes. So A is for adapt, which kind of goes along with what we're talking about, setting up those processes Um, in order to adapt your sales and customer processes, um, or you need to adapt them, I should say, in order to accommodate for online reviews. Um, And like I was sharing before, there are ways to intercept negative reviews before they happen. By setting up processes in place, using review generation, survey tools to communicate with customers regularly, you allow consumers to give feedback directly, which may deter them from sharing it publicly. Like I was saying, if you keep the conversation direct message, they won't go online. Um, Many of the platforms um, allow you, that allow you to monitor reviews also include review solicitation and survey tools. Um, These can be especially helpful for restaurants, healthcare providers to address and alleviate concerns quickly. And it also gives you feedback that you can use to improve your overall company performance. Right, so basically we're talking about the company being proactive versus reactive. Yes, proactive is key when it comes time to online reputation management. It's just like having a good PR strategy in place. You wanna have your crisis management plan ready before a crisis happens. So it's kind of the same mindset for review management and reputation management online. Gotcha. Yeah. So again, you, you, I think you you talked about it at a restaurant, right? Basically reaching out to its pa- their patrons and saying, you know, would you recommend us to a friend? Something like that, correct? Yes. That's that's kind of the next part of the acronym, which is leverage. Um, so you're you're wanting to leverage those online reviews, right? Um, and well, you're talking specifically when you're solicitating them once you're getting those positive reviews. But it 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 is good to. Um, leverage the opportunity for positive reviews too when you know someone had a good experience. Um, That's why you can set up um, like through those processes and some of those platforms, you're able to set up whether it's an automated kind of message that goes to anyone that's come to your business, they had a positive experience. A lot of times those review platforms even have kind of a 
it's, it's like a buffer in a sense where it sends you a message. Did you like your experience or would you rate us one to 10? If they rate you under, you know, five or something like that, then it sends them somewhere else to send an internal message to you. But if they rate you, you know, a seven or higher, it sends them to Google to actually make a review. So there's a lot of ways to help get that feedback, try to solicit reviews from positive experiences um, without, um, well, one, it, it kind of shows to you that you're, um, you're, you're interested in their feedback, right? So I feel like they're less likely to go on and blast you online if you're already being proactive and reaching out to them, say, how was your experience? You know, you'll, you'll see that when you leave maybe a doctor's office or, or, you know, a restaurant, how was your experience? Would you rate, you know, would you fill out this survey? Um, so you, you see those a lot and whether it's like an SMS campaign through text or an email campaign, those can be very effective. Um, yeah. So I was going to ask, you know, what's the best way to ask for a review, but from what you ju just said, it seems like it's pretty, you know, obviously it depends on the industry, but it really kind of comes down to, you know, are they at the end of their customer journey? Does that sound about right? Yes, exactly. Well, I mean, you kind of, obviously you're getting that information as soon as you can, you're getting, once you get those emails, you can nurture them throughout it. But when they get to the end of that customer journey, like you said, um, that's a great opportunity to then try to solicit those reviews. And really the best way to get a testimonial review is just to ask for it. Um, especially if you know, you've got either partners or clients um, that have had those positive experiences, those are like shoe-ins for positive reviews, right? So why wouldn't you reach out to those? You know, if you've got those um, dedicated customers, you know, you know who they are, maybe you have a certain email database with people that are always responsive, we'll send it to them, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I think we actually might've talked about this on our last episode, but once you actually get those reviews or those testimonials, you definitely want to make sure that you're utilizing them, correct? Right. Yes. So that that is the L. That is the leverage. You're leveraging the opportunity to get reviews, but you're also leveraging the opportunity to use those positive reviews. Online testimonials are like a digital referral for your business using a combination of online review platforms, email marketing, and social media. You can solicit first-party reviews that can be displayed on your website. And this is not only a great way to garner positive testimonials to display online, but it can also help again with SEO and search results. You can also repurpose. This is kind of what we shared about with the, the company culture um, discussion. You can repurpose online reviews for social media posts. So create branded testimonial templates and share actual Google My Business, Facebook, et cetera, reviews to your fans. So it's a great way to, um, showcase again, brag about who you are without bragging about who you are, you know, like you're yeah. using someone else's words to brag for you. Yeah. And we talked about it earlier, you know, that's really how consumers are making their decisions these days. Yes. So the more positive reviews that you, they see online, whether it's content that you created and you published, but if they see it actually is a Google My Business review or you have, you know, the logo or emblem or whatever, um, that's only going to help build that credibility. Awesome. And uh, I guess the last letter of the acronym there is M. Yes. Um, so that stands for um, manage. And so it's kind of obvious, but you have to manage your online reputation, <laughs> which 
takes time and effort. Um, and when it comes to managing your online reputation, um, you should first evaluate, again, like we said, your overall presence, aggregate those online reviews, create review alerts and notifications so you're monitoring it. You've, you've set up, you've got those citations, you know, you've got your listings verified, you're creating alerts, you've got a system in place to monitor, then you're leveraging those reviews. So managing it really kind of all encompasses everything that we talked about. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I actually wanted to ask you, but I think we skipped over a little bit is when it comes to um, being too emotional, I guess, as the end user, right? So imagine yourself in, in, in these shoes, you know, you're a small business owner, you're trying to do, you know, a hundred things for your business. You wear a ton of hats and you're going to spend, you know, whether it's an hour or two hours, whatever it is a week going through all of this. And you get that one customer that you just want to, uh, you know, so what are some kind of tips or recommendations that you would recommend to our listeners to kind of set aside the emotional aspect of it and to try to be as professional as possible? It, that is a great point because people, yes, especially when you don't like, this is my business, this is my brand. It can get really emotional if you let it um, because people, majority of people that write online reviews are typically angry about something. So that's why it's nice when you can solicit those positive ones because it builds up that review. So yes, you, to be honest, if you don't expect to see a negative or angry review online, then you're, you're just you probably <laughs> haven't looked online. Um, so to avoid emotional responses, um, one, always avoid emotional responses back. And that just, it, again, it's a way to, as your company, take, you know, take a step back, right? Review, you know, check out the review, take a step back and then look into it, say, well, did this really happen? You know, maybe look into your sales records or patient records or, or whatever it might be to say, you know, investigate it a little bit before you respond. Because sometimes they're like, I don't have any record of this person coming into my, my business or whatever it might be. Um, so one, kind of investigate it, see if there's any real input they can give, or maybe there was an incident that did happen. You've got a new employee and they, they messed up and they messed up the order and that's what you know set off that person. Um, so I think it's good to really take a look, investigate it, but no matter what, whether it was something that was your fault or something, the fault of the business, um, or you're just like, I don't know who this person is or what they're sharing. Um, it's good to respond in a positive light, a light that makes you look positive. I should say you're going to, again, address the person, address their concern. We're sorry to hear of your experience. This isn't, you know, you know, our usual, you know, what we strive for or whatever it might be, or try to say, you know, we always strive to, to do our best, that sort of thing. So put a spin on it, say your core values. Again, that gives you the opportunity to say what you do strive for and contact us here, essentially give them a way to contact you further to help bring the conversation offline. Like you don't want it to continue going. It's never good when you've got a negative comment on Facebook or a negative review somewhere. And it's just like this just bad Never comment, ending. you know, never ending thread. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not good. Um, so <laughs> always good to avoid that emotional response. It doesn't help anyone. <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay. So my last question is 
probably what a lot of our fit, uh, listeners might face when it comes to managing their online reputation. How do you know when you're spending too much time on it? And how do you know when you should hire someone or hire a firm to do it for you? That's a great question. Um, I feel like there, it depends on your company and how many like locations you need to manage. I feel like if you are getting overwhelmed from it, it might be an opportunity to bring it to experts um, at an agency like Priority Marketing to take it on for you. Because um, when, you know, like, like you wouldn't like pay your dentist, you know, get your groceries or whatever. I don't know. But like, you know, you, you have certain, we all have different expertise. And I do think that if it's taking away from your core focus on your company, then that's a good opportunity to say, we need to hire someone out. Um, that way you could focus on what you do best and growing your company and growing your business. But it's, it's important to not neglect this either. So if you can't hire someone out, at least try to find that bare minimum of like, okay, I'm going to set up notifications to my email. Um, maybe I'll try to find like a free version of one of these review, you know, sites. Um, don't neglect it because that will only hurt your reputation in your business in the long run. If you have those negative reviews and you're not responding to them, um, so yeah, it's it's important to not neglect it. But if you're feeling overwhelmed, absolutely, that's when you need to to hire and, and get some extra help. Awesome. Well, uh, Megan, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, if our listeners have any questions about what we talked about, or if they want a little bit more information about what we talked about, how can they get in touch with you? Yes. So at Priority Marketing, we offer different levels of reputation management, whether it's online or public relations. We're also a full service agency. So anything marketing, graphics, creative. Um, so you can contact our team by calling 239 267-2638. You can email us at info at prioritymarketing.com. You can visit our website, prioritymarketing.com or follow us on social media. Awesome. And I will make sure to have all of the, all of the information that you just said in the description to this video. So feel free to check it out there. Megan, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for having me again. My pleasure. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, make sure to click that subscribe button so you never miss another show. Join other professionals looking to grow their business with Southwest Florida Inc. at swflinc.com and sign up for a free membership today. Thanks so much for listening to Business Builders. We'll see you next time.